It's 829. Good morning. Welcome into Jacksonville's morning news. Three big things you need to know this morning brought to you by Safe Touch Security. Three. Russia's state aviation agency says wreckage from a plane that went missing in the Far East region has been located and none of the 28 souls on board are believed to have survived. Two. Rescuers in Surfside have now removed about 5 million pounds of debris from the massive pile of rubble as they continue to uh, race toward at least a stopping point given the impacts that the Miami area is likely to feel from Tropical Storm Elsa. One. Our top local story, the storm is now moving uh, near uh, Key West, and a Tropical Storm watch has been issued for Baker County and counties along I-75 into the south. Action News Jack's chief meteorologist, Mike Burrish, says tropical moisture through the day today will surge north well ahead of Elsa's arrival. The center of the storm expected to pass west and north of Jacksonville by some 80 miles tomorrow. The majority of the stronger bands and heavier storms between roughly 5 in the morning and about 2 or 3 in the afternoon on Wednesday. So it's not going to be lasting very long, about 8 to 12 hours, and then Elsa's moving on by to the north and conditions will rapidly improve, although we'll go back to good old summertime weather conditions by Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And so it will be a short-lived event in terms of duration, but certainly preparations are well underway. Live team coverage continues. Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry with me on Jacksonville's Morning News. We just heard from Governor DeSantis on the State Emergency Operations Center and all of the counties in the North Florida and West Florida region that are bracing for impact. What are your greatest concerns as we come out of a holiday weekend? And we're very early into the Atlantic hurricane season, Mayor. Good morning. Yeah, look, we, uh, you know, once we get into hurricane season, we know they can come early, they can come in the middle, or they can come late. Uh, I think it's, this is a, you know, first of all, I want people to be safe. We have had a lot of rain. We could have flash flooding. Uh, if you know that your area floods, uh, be smart, be careful. Don't unnecessarily, you know, get out in that space. Um, but be prepared. Uh, you know, this is a time to go to jacksready.com. Know your evacuation zone in the event we get to a storm this year where we need to evacuate. Know what needs to be in your storm kit um, in the event we have more of these. Uh, so uh, fortunately, uh, this is not what we faced in the past at this point, but it's, it's an event we still need to take seriously and just be smart. Dating back to late last week as the storm began to develop and some of the early uh, models were indicating potential impacts here at home, what efforts were underway by Public Works to uh, clear storm drains and prepare out ahead of the storm? We heard from JEA officials yesterday. They certainly are prepared this time of the year. What steps are, took place over the weekend and continue today even before the storm's impacts? Yeah, anytime we're facing a weather event like this, our public works department is out in advance looking at the drainage ditches, uh, areas where water would need to flow out to prevent flooding or to reduce flooding, making sure they're free of debris and garbage. Um, We've also, our emergency operations center is the place where the city of Jacksonville, our public works department, our fire department, our sheriff's office, our public schools, our electric authority, our uh, transportation authority, where we all collaborate and prepare uh, days, sometimes weeks in advance, depending on uh, the storms as we watch them. So that's been happening uh, for days now, and uh, we're prepared and just want to make sure that people are paying attention and, 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 and being safe. At this point, uh, the, the peak impacts that uh, are expected to pass by about 70 to 80 miles, give or take, west and north of Jacksonville in the heart of the city, uh, not expected to have tropical storm force winds, so you don't anticipate, I would imagine, any need for bridge closures. Are you at a point where you're ready for any sort of sheltering, or is that also not a concern at this point? At this point, we're not planning on uh, needing to shelter people. Uh, however, 
Uh, you know, the weather is, uh, uh, can change. And uh, the biggest thing people can do when we have a storm upon us is to tune into their local news safe station, news source, uh, so they're aware of, A, what's going on with the weather, and B, steps that the city may be taking in the event that they change. So just pay attention and be smart and, and be ready and be prepared. We saw some. Uh, and I would also say yep. just, just speak to, you know, the, the event, the idea that uh, this is a tropical storm and it, it doesn't look like a direct hit, if you will. A lot of rain, a lot of bands, um, uh, wind. Uh, I mean, th- unpredictable things can happen when this kind of rain and wind uh, comes, even if you're on the outer band. So uh, uh, no need to be alarmed, no need to be afraid, but just be smart, pay attention. And especially given the saturation that we already have from recent rains, I was about to ask you about, uh, for example, Sunday in the Springfield and Riverside and San Marco areas, known to flood, obviously, when we get a big deluge of rain. Does that accelerate the need for better drainage in those communities, and where does that stand? Oh, certainly. We have been doing everything we can over the last few years to catch up on our infrastructure. You mentioned San Marco. Uh, we've enhanced the ability to pump water out of there in recent years. But in the other areas, Springfield, Kenite um, Drive, I mean, there's a whole list of areas in our city that have these issues. Uh, major investment in infrastructure in my next budget that I'll be uh, presenting to City Council this month uh, to continue to mitigate uh, uh, areas that uh, in previous years for decades uh, maybe just haven't been up to par in terms of infrastructure. Uh, we're also, uh, we are, we will be, we have been working on the hiring of a chief resiliency officer, uh, which is a long vision and a long plan to deal with these issues. So I would say stay tuned to that end. I saw you tweet last night in another story, Councilwoman Jacoby Pittman, you had indicated your thoughts and prayers to your friend and colleague. Any additional information that you have on how she's doing today or that you wanted to share with the community? Oh, just that, uh, you know, she's been admitted to the hospital uh, with COVID-19. And uh, I've known Jacoby for years before I knew her as a colleague and a friend. I've watched the work, charitable work, the good work that she's done for citizens of our community. Um, So, uh, you know, the doctors, uh, we've got great physicians in our city. They're going to do their thing. And uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to continue to pray for her and encourage others to do the same. All right. Uh, appreciate uh, you taking a few minutes out, and we'll stay up to date. Uh, the mayor is expected to address uh, the community uh, again at about noontime today. We'll have coverage of that. And over the next 24-plus hours, stay safe, and we'll continue to be a lifeline to the community and uh, share with you as consistent a message as we can on the approaching storm, Tropical Storm Elsa. Mayor, thanks. 836, we update the five-day WOKV first alert forecast. Action News Jack's chief meteorologist, Mike Burrs, with the latest track and local impacts we expect.